So this is the next video in the Ask the CEO series. Uh, there are a lot of really good questions. Not as many as we did previously, so hopefully this will be a shorter video, but uh, quite a few really good ones and, and kind of demonstrates to me that everyone's really paying attention. It's really very interested. So uh, thank you for the engagement and thank you for the interest. I really appreciate this because this is going to help those shareholders who did, either did not think of asking the question or just didn't take the time to, or felt embarrassed to ask. So this is really good. This will give some, uh, you know, nice material for people to do uh, some review or um, research on the company. So for those who participated, thank you very much. So the first one was something that came in through Facebook, and that was asking about the terms of acquisitions, uh, the terms on the acquisitions we made. So when are we going to, you know, when we, um, when will we continue to pay and complete the payment of those acquisitions. So to be clear, the current subsidiaries are wholly owned. There are, there are terms uh, like any other purchase you'd make on a mortgage or a car or any other asset you'd purchase. We have uh, terms. We can go over that after Q2 is reported because that kind of delves into Q2. So it's not that I don't want to answer the question. I think it's a great question and one that will help uh, when we discuss you know, how to review the financial disclosures and statements that we've gotten a lot of emails and, and I've had some personal conversation on the phone with those who do not understand how to read or make sense of a, of a financial statement or disclosure sheet. So I, I think this is going to be something that will be helpful because it, it's an example of, so there's a capital expenditure of X and it's going to be paid over what period of time, how much has been paid out, majority of it has been paid, but we're going to go into the terms uh, on how that will get paid and uh, maybe some of the specific terms for each acquisition. I think that could be really interesting. Not a lot of people get to participate in, M in an M&A um, uh, transaction, so this could be helpful. That's a real-world experience, so we'll include that in our um, review of the Q2 financial statement. Now, I will say that in, in that review, we're not going to just do Q2 because I'd like to kind of give some context to how we got from point A to point Z. Uh, so we're going to review a couple of statements uh, together as a group, and I think that'll be helpful uh, for the rest of the shareholders, our fellow shareholders. So that's a great question. Uh, I, you know, I hate to kind of kick the can down the road a little bit, but just give us a couple of weeks. Let's get out of Q2. Let's do the, the reporting on that. I think people are going to be very pleased with what they find in that. And then for those that are not 100% uh, clear on how to interpret that data, we're going to go over it together. And we'll also include a little bit of this in the series that I'm going to start shooting here in the next week or so. I've got all the curriculum and outlines done for the securities uh, series or the capital markets series to help kind of um, – get people, you know, caught up to speed on how things work in the capital markets for those who are, you know, unclear. Uh, and then some, hopefully they'll benefit even though they, they have a, a, a pretty firm grip or understanding of the capital markets. Hopefully we'll include some things that, you know, could shed some light, uh, not on, not only on, on where we are now, but our strategy moving forward. So that was a great question. Uh, and thank you out there for posing it. It's something we definitely need to discuss in a couple of weeks. Okay, so the next question came directly to me. It's odd that these come in groups. <laughs> I, just, I got probably three or four emails asking the almost identical question of when are we going to start hiring? And 
out of the three or four emails, two or three of them were asking if we would pay for relocation. So I don't know if this is a discussion on a board or, or a group or what have you, but uh, it's a great question. I've addressed it in, in some context previously, uh, but to be clear, we've already started hiring. We've brought on quite a few people uh, that we needed you know, in key positions while we're building, obviously, many of you know that we we uh, brought Candace on uh, as a social media director. She's done a fantastic job. Uh, I think many of you would agree. And there's gonna we're gonna be expanding or building out our team. Uh, there's a few other things that we've brought people in for. I don't know that it's prudent to get into all of those right now, but we have brought some strategic hires on for the purposes of building out. Uh, some of the uh, Intel infrastructure, as well as some of the um, uh, military liaison uh, assets that we have currently brought on board. So I'm not going to get too far into that, but we brought on quite a few people um, at the group and UAT level, but also across the full spectrum or full suite of subsidiaries. They're, they're all bringing people on. Right now, it's just kind of a strategic placement or strategic hire. Uh, we are going to be making announcements and posting what positions are, are needed or available uh, probably within the next 90 days. I've got to get through a few things. I want to get the audits done. Uh, obviously, we're going to jump into the S1. So there's a few things. And there's actually a really good question here uh, that I want to get to. And that'll kind of tie into the hiring thing. <clears throat> Next question, uh, which was the second part of that question, was will we pay for relocation? We have. We have brought people, we've relocated uh, assets from, from various parts of the uh, country and brought them here to Florida. It depends on the position um, and depends on timing, really, and, and capital, right? Obviously, that's, good. that's an expense, an expenditure that we have to incur. Uh, next question, <clears throat> are you going to let people tour the HQ uh, when it's uh, finally built. So good question. I don't want to go too far into this, but the the goal will be to have an area that we would be able to interact with the community, uh, schools and, and students and so forth that would uh, be provided uh, to those schools and or uh, educational institutions uh, for their students free of charge to come in and look at technologies and learn about science and so forth. So more of a, a visitor center, if you will, uh, with some of the offices being located there. The rest of the facility would, would be secured. We would not allow individuals to tour uh, the remaining property. That is something we are looking at as far as acquisition. So yes, there is a plan to acquire land. Yes, there is a plan to uh, design and build out uh, headquarters temporarily, though, and what I mean, let me just define temporarily. So for the next five years, the plan is to occupy one or two buildings that we would either acquire or lease while the uh, headquarters is being built out. So I don't want to overstate this or have this being used as something as a sales pitch. We have not acquired land. We are looking at that. Currently, the market is not friendly. Uh, for, for a buyer, let's say. So we are going to wait until things kind of calm down. And, you know, my expectation uh, would be that towards the end of the year, we're going to see uh, a 
different direction in that particular market. I don't want to get into particulars, but uh, I think it's going to be advantageous for us to take a look at something towards the end of the year, beginning of next year, and we will. Uh, and we'll have the uh, capital, uh, looks like we'll have capital to uh, execute on that. So yes, we will allow people to access or visit uh, parts, but it'll be it'll be something that's contained and something that we manage uh, very strictly. But no, uh, I know in the past people have asked, and obviously years ago we had an incident when one individual that wanted to take a look at the Austin facility. Uh, no, that a lot of what we have here is sensitive in nature, and we are looking to uh, pursue different contracts that would require uh, discretion that I understand some of you may not understand, but that's the way it's going to be. So, But there will be an area where we can meet and hopefully uh, do town halls and, and, and a whole bunch of other things that we would be able to interact with not only shareholders, but the, but the community at large. So hopefully that answers the question. But we're a long way from that. Okay, so let's just be very clear. Uh, okay, so next question, obvious one, are we going to be pink current this week? That's the expectation. Uh, I will be calling again <laughs> tomorrow morning down to OTC just to make sure that we're still on track. If there's any questions and, and or concerns, comments, then I'll get those addressed immediately. As of right now, it looks like everything is uh, progressing as they've indicated. So, so far, so good. So the expectations, yes, this week we would be coming. Got a couple of emails, different suggestions. I get I get these a lot, uh, suggestions on what we can do with tech. Have you looked at this type of technology? I, I really love those questions. Um, and I, I, I'm i always hesitant to, when I reply to those emails, uh, to say, well, we already you know have something in the works. Yes, we're researching that. Because I don't want to discourage anyone uh, where people just assume, oh, they already thought of that. Because we don't. But I, I got a, a question that I want to share with you because I addressed this in, in some capacity, but I just want to be a little clearer. So this one was, you should try no V at the airports. We were running, I, and I told, uh, told him he's a shareholder that I speak with quite regularly uh, by email info. Uh, very nice gentleman. Uh, and, and I have to say, most of the people I speak with, if not all, are just great. We have a great group of shareholders. Uh, great feedback, unbelievable support. So I know I say this a lot, and at the risk of being, uh, you know, uh, boresome and redundant, I thank you. I really appreciate that. So this one was about trying at the airports. We're already, we're way ahead of you. We, we've spoken with uh, airports. We're going to be working with um, uh, FD, the FIA in some capacity, uh, and then also taking a look at uh, hospitals, train stations, rental car uh, facilities. These are all things that we've already uh, considered, but that please don't take it as, you know, they already thought of it all. So please, any suggestions you have, you never know. We might not have thought of it. We can't think of everything, right? So we're all shareholders. It's a group effort, and I genuinely appreciate that. But that was something that was asked, and I said, well, maybe I should share with everybody because I think um, many people may have missed that. So Airports, train stations, car rental, bus stations, anything that's going to include uh, mass movement of people uh, as well as other public spaces uh, that would require, you know, any type of admittance, uh, hospitals and so forth. Obviously, I think hospitals is an obvious one. 
we are speaking with some of the largest um, hospital networks in the country. And I also are, am taking a look at remote areas, not just not just the United States, but I mean, obviously Alaska is a part of the United States and they have some very remote areas, but this would be, you know, something that could be included uh, in a couple of different uh, processes or applications all across the country, but all across the world. So we're going to be taking a look at that. It's going to be uh, something that I think will be widely used or could be widely used uh, based on its ability to test for a variety of uh, pathogens or airborne uh, illness. So thank you for the question. He knows who he is. I talk to him all the time. <laughs> okay. Hygieia products. This is another one suggesting you should put them in sneakers. Well, we, we are looking at providing a product that can be used across a broad spectrum of products we don't own, right? So we are looking at, yes, because I got a question on this one, was a clothing line, when is that coming out? Um, so, and the marketing behind it. So we are looking at a few things. I think I've said this before, IG is highly scalable, it is something when, when you're in my position, they look at and say, this is a dream product, right? So it, it's everywhere. It should be everywhere, in my opinion. So I know I'm a little biased, but this is something that I am looking at, and not just myself, but the team is looking at putting as many places as possible. That includes, you know, when, when you look at sneakers, maybe inserts, this includes door handles, light switches, keyboards, phone cases, this course clothing across the board bedding this is these are all things that can help um, mitigate the, the the transmission of certain diseases bacteria pathogens etc and I, and I think it's going to be pretty important uh, product and technology so we're pushing it to be anywhere we're also not just being linear in this we are speaking to many companies about including or our our technology via a license into their product lines. And this is something that I think is going to be a huge area of growth for us uh, as we build and we put in the um, support and infrastructure to really focus in on licensing, but also subsidizing certain technologies and companies. This is a way for us to get in the door, uh, looking at more of a VC opportunity to help companies and startups develop a product that with our technology would make them not just unique, but also superior to, to any competitor that would come along. Uh, so these are all areas we've been taking a look at. It's been part of the plan from the beginning. I don't think I've shared this with you. Originally, we were not going to do any products. We were gonna look at developing tech and then licensing to everyone else. Now we spoke with, and I don't wanna mention any names, but we spoke to some very large, if not some of the largest companies in the world for athletic wear. Um, we had some pretty interesting conversations uh, with, with some of those contacts. And the, the, the problem for me was that they need to maintain a certain efficacy and not just use it as a marketing uh, tool. Uh, yes, I believe the marketing is there uh, and valuable with, with such a product, but it has to actually work and it has to work well. So that there's, there'll be a difference between the things we put out as far as product lines and maybe a, a competitor. So we didn't go that route because it just didn't seem to be 
in the product or brand's best interest. So we're going to be moving forward again with the clothing line. Many have seen some of the mock-ups as well as some of the uh, prototypes in the female line uh, for the female athletic line. Uh, we haven't released any photos of the uh, children's bedding or children's clothing yet, but I know we're working on some of those new designs. That'll be something that we'll be uh, pushing out uh, in the future. So again, great question. Uh, this one had another part to it, asking about marketing, if we were gonna do a Super Bowl commercial. That, that's, you know, I don't know that that's something that's in the realm of possibility or even um, beneficial for us to do at this particular point. Uh, but it does bring up a point of when we're gonna start doing uh, television commercials. We have like six or seven videos that we've done already. Those were kind of, uh, you know, our efforts into working up to a higher level uh, video, we will be working on that. That, But that's oscillated for this year. Just get that out of your mind. Next year, we are looking at doing a commercial uh, that would be featured on maybe some streaming services as well as television. So that's another thing that we have had those discussions. Uh, they would be in certain markets initially that we have identified for the, the, the targeted demographic for some of those products. So hopefully that answers your question. Uh, next one was uh, shareholders letter release date. So I, I addressed this in the last video. I've got to get past a few things because the shareholder letter has quite a bit of material in there and references things that have not yet happened uh, with in certain areas. I won't get into the specifics, but that's what the shareholders letter is for. So we've held that back. Expect to see that out in the next... Um, calendar I have it up and it's it's fluid right now but that letter is scheduled to come out uh, August the beginning of August now that might change I might go a little sooner because we're working on kind of um, expediting a certain timeline on a few things uh, which many people have been asking about uh, making assumptions on acquisitions and so forth I've made no secret that we are reviewing other companies, uh, so we are currently uh, taking a look at the potential of executing on uh, on another one uh, by the end of the year. So that would answer that question. Well, within the next couple of months, obviously, before the end of the year, the share letter will be out in August. Okay. So uh, S1 capital raise. Great question. How much do we intend to raise? So we do have a number. It's more... You know, when you look at the, the investment banks and the partners that we're, the, the banking partners that we, we currently are aligned with, the raise will be um, twofold. So this isn't a round A and B. I know that's where everybody goes to. So I don't want to get into the numbers yet. We will probably get into those numbers in the next couple of weeks. I need to get past the audits. So once we get past the audits, uh, the S1 will be filed and that will be filed to raise a certain dollar figure that we need to, uh, or that we estimate to, that will be needed for expansion in several different areas. Now there is another uh, group that will help us with some of the other capital raise, and they're going to be very similar in numbers. So it's a lot; they're large blocks, uh, but they are needed to not just expand the footprint of group. I'm sorry, UAT group, but also. Uh, the subsidiary. So, and, and, and we'll support some of the efforts like that we discussed earlier as far as hiring and everything else. So, 
that dictates quite a bit, right? Uh, and we have to put some other infrastructure in. Uh, it speaks to some of the other things we discussed about acquisition of uh, buildings and so forth to, to house some of the things I'd like to relocate here in Florida, H2O being one of them. They're going to be relocating, uh, or I should say their manufacturing will be relocated uh, to Florida so that we can uh, work on some of the demonstration demonstrations that need to take place along the eastern seaboard, as well as even part of the central uh, United States. And then we'll work on a few other things from the West Coast. But in the meantime, that'll, we're working on relocating them uh, to Florida, uh, as well as some of the operations or manufacturing for Ossifix, uh, NextCast, which is a, a strategic partner, and Bacter Scientific. So the, the, the hub for a lot of the manufacturing or most of the manufacturing is targeted to be here in Florida. And then we'll have fulfillment and so forth for the east, you know, southeastern portion of the United States. Um, and then we have something else that we'll be working on in Texas for fulfillment. And I think that's it. Uh, we've got a few things we're working on. But I will speak with you again on Friday for our update. Hopefully this answered everybody's questions. And um, I look forward to the next round. These are really great questions, I have to say. Thank you. So look forward to talking to you on Friday.